Hey everybody, Julie Murphy here, and I am here to teach you how to become a money manifester. I've spent the last 25 plus years being a certified financial planner in one of the top companies in the country. And I want to share with you what has worked for years with the clients that I've worked with. So don't forget to hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, the notification bell. So as these tips and tools come out to you, that you get to a life that you love because I am here to help you. So are you ready? You ready to learn how to become a money manifester, a money manifesting machine? How do we do this? Well, first thing I want to show you is that what we have to do is we have to open up the floodgates, open up the flow. The challenge is, is that most of us aren't open to receiving and flowing, which is why we block the money from actually coming to us. Now, there's other videos that I have as to why that has actually occurred. So by all means, go snoop around. But what I want to tell you is that um, the little things, they all add up. And so I am going to teach you the five best things that I have noticed, those little things that add up and compound the most to become a money manifester. I think it's also really important to understand that you need to establish a process. There's the one hit wonders. Like I cringe every time I meet somebody and I said, so what do you think your kid's college funding? And they sit there and they go, well, I think they're going to get a sports scholarship and that's going to go. I mean, that's just like, okay, well buy a lottery ticket. It's like, that's just the distraction for you actually looking at your actual financial stuff that's going on. So I want to make sure that um, we're helping you establish a process. So that's going to be a part of these tips and tools. The third thing that I've noticed over time is that you need to implement what the heck you are actually wanting to put a process in place. So it's one thing to actually sit there. So sometimes I'll give people the assignment to go out on a financial date night or um, whether it's with a partner or something you need to establish yourself. But it's about you have to implement what the heck you're talking about. And even more importantly, consistent and regular review process, whether it's, you know, doing a consistent date night and talking about the financial stuff, or, um, I know for me, what I do is that a big chunk of how I'm paid happens on a quarterly basis. And so that's how I run my company. And so I make sure I have that sit down time carved out of my calendar. So I know when that money comes in and I want to apply my process to hit the goals and the manifestation goals that I have um, in place. So let me share these five things with you. Ready? All right. Number one, I need you to set specific financial intentions. Now, people don't necessarily know what that means because we've become such an electronic society that so many things are on autopilot. And we have things like when I run people through exercises, and these are people who could make $40,000 a year or people that are making a million dollars a year. It's true for all of us out there. No different than all of us have lungs to breathe if we're human. Same thing happens here. What we see happening is the fact that we have all these charges on our credit cards that we've gotten on subscription or we hooked up. You, you even forget that they're on there because it's just become autopilot. So I need your intentions to actually be specifically mapped out too. 
So, and this is where I love things like online savings accounts. I don't know if you are familiar with those. There's lots of banks out there that have online savings accounts. And those are the ones that are still FDIC insured uh, here in the United States, but um, you can get on them and they usually typically pay more interest than regular savings accounts. But, you know, I'm sure that's not the case for every one of them. But what I love about them is you can actually name your financial intention on the account. Let me give you an example. So I have like eight of these different accounts. And people are like, you have eight savings accounts, Jewel? I'm like, yeah, but I don't, I don't see it as financial eight different account numbers because online you can actually name your financial intention. So for example, um, I escrow my own real estate taxes. So I make the interest on my money as opposed to the mortgage company making the interest on my money. So Every single paycheck, I have X amount going into that financial intention so that I have that money sitting there. So when I'm ready to pay my real estate taxes, they're there. Now, that one's not so sexy, right? That's just like a bill. You're like, Jewel, that's not really an intention, but that's a bill. But I have some fun ones too. I have, I am a huge giver and I have 11 brothers and sisters. So I, one of my financial intentions is that I want to continue to keep giving and I want to keep giving to my family because I've been blessed with a lot of success. So I have what I call the Murphy Relief Fund. It's, you know, I put X amount of money in it every month. And then when somebody says that they're in need, somebody loses their job or somebody needs some help or their car breaks down, whatever, um, I've got some money sitting in there that I'm still hitting my goals, but then it also sets my intention of wanting to help other family members. So you might be a giver as well. And, or you might want to give to charities or something like, it could be your charitable fund that you have it build up in this account every paycheck. It's kind of like the old school uh, Christmas clubs, um, but you can name your financial intention. It could be a big purchase that you want to make. Let's say you want to buy a new car. You paid off your old car. Well, now make your payment to yourself in this bucket, in this financial intention going, you know what? I'm, my financial intention is, is that I want to start to become my own bank. I don't want to depend on a bank any longer, depending on where interest rates are at, on what my car payment is. So I'm going to start putting money when my car payment's done. I'm going to start putting my money into a savings account with the intention going car fund. And if you really want to have fun with some of these spending goals, kind of like when I had my boat fund, at first I knew I wanted a boat. Then I knew I wanted a sailboat. So I changed the name. I changed it to the sailboat fund. Then I figured out I wanted a 34-foot Beneteau. So guess what? It was a 34-foot Beneteau. I've had clients do that with cars. I've had them do it with vacations. Um, it's their Italy fund. It's their um, Alaskan cruise fund. It's their African safari fund. So whatever it is that your financial intentions are, get one of those savings accounts online that actually allow you to name your financial intention. Because that is your motivator and it's also the thing that's going to keep you on track because that money is siphoned out into its own little bucket. That is actually how you manifest more money because you're organized and structured and you're not trying to rob Peter to pay Paul anymore. You actually put your intentions out there. So number two way to become a money manifester is I need you to um, take these intentions that you have and I want you to get clear in terms of what they actually are. Now, what do I mean by that? So it could be that the uh, labeling, I want to, there's three different labels I want you to give every financial intention you have. Is it a debt structure, like paying off more debt that you have? 
Is it um, something that is affecting uh, that you it's you're eventually going to spend it. So it's like so some people will create a house fund and they will um, turn around and uh, say, well, that's an asset. And I'm like, well, it's kind of spending because it's not really building your assets so that you can retire or send your kid to college. So the home that you're going to live in, you're always going to live in. You're not going to sell it to retire and you're not going to actually sell it to send your kid just to college. At least the majority of people don't do that because they'd rather stay in the home that they want to live in. So is it really a spending bucket and not an, an asset building uh, or wealth building bucket? So which is the third one is wealth building. So label all of these intentions, whether they're um, a debt are they spending or are they wealth building? Why? Because I want you to have the clarity. And remember, these intentions, we want to drill them down into the clarity. And when you do that, you increase your awareness. And when you increase your financial awareness, then you actually become more of a money manifester because you've increased your awareness and you're not just living your life by financial default of like, oh, shit, this happened. Oh, God, this happened. Oh, this happened. You're actually intending and then increasing your awareness behind everything. So number three to become a money manifester is I want you to fund these intentions on autopilot. Just like I talked before that a lot of credit card charges of your spending are on autopilot. Well, why can't we fund our intentions on autopilot? No different than you know that subscription on ClickBank, that thing on Facebook that you were scrolling through and you bought it, and now it's charging you $7 a month. Take that same concept. And I want you to have each one of these financial intentions that you've set for yourself go on autopilot. And people say, well, you know, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to um, wait until my paycheck comes in and then I'll put it in the places. Well, that's just your control freak coming out. And I want you to let go of the control so that you're not negotiating yourself away. Because if you're not really sitting in a place where you're a massive money manifester, on some level, you're negotiating yourself away. Because there is plenty of money for all of us out there, and we need to stop doing things that are creating financial scarcity in our life versus financial abundance. So I want you to put them on autopilot, no different than your check being deposited automatically to your checking account. I want these intentions to be automatically funded. So if you decide in your cash flows that you can, let's just say it's like your car payment. The minute your car payment's done, have it be the exact same day of the month that instead of it going over to the Toyota dealership every month, have it go to this separate savings account that says car fund for the next car that you're going to purchase and have it be on the exact same day. So that way your process and your system stays in alignment and you start to become your own bank. Do you see what I'm saying here? All right. So number four in terms of um, becoming a money manifester, when you pay off a debt or if you find, if you get a pay raise, um, what I call this is newfound money. When you get a pay raise, when you get a tax return, when you get an inheritance, you get a bonus at work, you get a stock payout or a long-term incentive payout, or you paid off a debt. I want you to create a process. And this is probably the most important piece of this entire video. I need you to create a process and saying, oh, here's some new money, a third, a third, a third. Meaning if you have debt in your world, consider taking a third of that newfound money, whether it's monthly money in a paycheck or a chunk of money, like an inheritance or a tax return or a bonus, 
Take a third of it, pay off your financial past, pay off those debts. Take the other third, and I want you to put it towards one of your spending intentions, one of your spending goals, whether it's house maintenance or vacations or whatever. Because the spending piece is the reward along the way. The reward along the way actually makes it so that we stay in alignment with financial abundance. If we keep holding ourselves too tight and don't reward ourselves along the way, some juncture you're going to use debt and you're going to create the system all over again where you're not financially abundant and you're financially scarce. And I see this at all income levels because we cannot deny ourselves along the way. Otherwise, we act out at some point because we either work things out or we act it out and we do it through our money, through our health, and through our relationships. And then the other third is about wealth building. And your wealth building, break that down into short-term goals, mid-term goals, and long-term goals, which I have other videos on that and you can take a look. But here to help, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, like, and the notification bell because we are going to get you to exactly a life that you absolutely love. Thanks, everybody.